Film Autopsy. Oh, ho! Oh. Oh. The holidays oh. at my house. The holidays at my house. That's what. That's like. <laughs> a little look inside of our minds. Awesome job, man. Well, thank you. I'm glad you enjoyed the intro. What is yeah. going on? We have the legend amongst us. That's right, author. That's right, martial arts hall of famer. That's right, Rick Myers, Kung Fu Santa. That's right. That's right, Palm yeah. Strike Baby. The That's old, right. Yeah, <laughs> over, over there, everybody. I mean, it's over. It's over there. Oh, where am I going? I'm going. <laughs> I'm trying to go. I'm, oh, I'm just keep going. There we go. Over there. <laughs> over there is martial arts. Over there is badass. Oh shit. Over That's here right. is Kung Fu Goodass. That's right. <laughs> so, the, so it's enter the fat samurai and enter the fat dragon. Ah, uh-huh. I like that title for this. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Uh, but today, it's action film autopsy, Rick and the Fat Man. That's the bootleg title for today. And you guys watching are going to help us out. <laughs> we need a brand new title for this podcast to keep it going. So let us know in the comments. You can let us know right now during the show and at the end. And also on social media as well. You guys can let us know. Titles. And then the next episode, the title we pick, uh, we'll definitely give you a shout out as yeah. well. Yeah, that's All right. right. Now remember, it's your boy, Fat Samurai Guy, hanging out. Let's see who is here. Yeah, who's here? Amongst Hello, us. Who do we have? Jake Hall. Films. AJ Mason. Government Cheese. John Martinez. The Sexy Sumo. Robert, what's going on? We got Darren here. Oh, yeah. Gilbert. Perry. All the legends are coming in here. Hold on. Let me get this going here. And actually, I'll wait on that. Uh, but we are here to talk about movies, TV shows, and fight scenes. The good and the bad and the ugly. For the last five years, I did Action Film Autopsy podcast. And it just got to a point that without being able to talk to my friend Fat Samurai, I couldn't put two words together. <laughs> well, he was kind enough to say, yeah, let's move the podcast onto that Fat Samurai Guy's channel, YouTube channel. That's where we are now. That's right. And so what this is, is what I did on the podcast and what now we're both doing, which is we're looking at action movies and action streams and action TV from an action standpoint. We're not talking about so much the movies or the TV shows or the streaming things. We're talking about the action in them. And I realized I've been doing this now for 60 years. This is the 60th anniversary of James Bond, Dr. No, came out in 1962, and that's got me started. That was my first adult movie, and I've been analyzing fights, fight scenes ever since, to the point where, you know, work with DreamWorks, work with Universal, working with Illumination, gave a lecture in front of uh, Walt Disney. And so now here we are to do it again. That's right. And so let's do it. Let's do it. So before we kick it off, we're going to talk about uh, Reacher, the Book of Boba Fett, the free, the three five five, all that good stuff. But before we get into that, let's go ahead and watch the trailer. We're going to do a tra- first trailer reaction of the day. <laughs> we have three today, and if something goes wrong, it goes black. You lose the feed. Blame YouTube. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but we are doing it correctly. That's right. We're going to do picture in picture action, making it transformative. And adding our commentary. So we're in the right. Yeah. But if we disappear, it's not our fault. Okay, guys? We'll be but back. Yeah. 
be back. We'll be back. Yes. Right after the trailer finishes. And by the way, I purposely didn't look at these trailers until now. Okay, cool. Yeah, I haven't seen them either. So let's go ahead and uh, bring it up. I know what we're doing first. Because if has seen me on Versus on that Fat Samurai Guys channel, you know that I always dress for what we're talking about. So obviously the first trailer is going to be DC. Yes? Are you frozen, Fat? Fat is frozen. Or am I frozen? Who's frozen? Oh, my gosh. We're blanking already. Yeah, hold on. <laughs> there you go. Little lag, little lag. Sorry about yeah. that, guys. Oh, we're right. doing DC first, yes? DC. Yes, we're doing DC first. All right, here we go. Let me bring it up. Boom. All right. Let me blow it up for everybody watching here. Hey, babe, check this out. Oh, we have to get oh, through these. Amazon yeah, I have to go through the four seconds. Alexa, it's game day. Streaming football on There we go. All right, here we go. Let me blow it up. Let's have some fun. Stop it. Stop it. All right. We gonna we gotta do we gotta get it right. We gotta get it right. All right, here we go. Make sure picture in picture action here. All right, here we go, guys. Let's watch the DC movies official The World Needs Heroes trailer. And it looks like it's a little bit of a mismatch, mismatch, excuse me, uh of what's coming out this year. So let's check it out. Let's do it. The Batman. Who are you under there? Crap woman. What are you hiding? My son dreamt of a better world. That's right. why he saved me. Man, it looks great. You can go oh, to yeah. the timeline and the universe. I was going to save this one. All right. What could be greater than a king? Momoa. The hero. Let's go, That's DC. So If we don't stand up, no one will. Come with us. Whoa, whoa. Oh, shit. Yep. Is that Dr. Fate? There he is. There he is without a snap. Yeah, that was Dr. Fate. Are you in? Only in theaters. All right. Let's do a little trailer breakdown now. Let's go back here. Wow. Well, the Batman. Yeah. That I mean, those trailers have already looked really good. So, but I see what they're doing here. The last bunch of Batman trailers makes it look unbelievably violent and mindless. Here, they're trying okay. to put a little more soul into it. Okay. Well, you get the other flavors, right? You got Aquaman. You get the Flash here, yeah. like you said. But also, the stuff they showed from Batman was mostly the relationship with the cat. Right, 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 right. Man, he looks great. He, he looks great right there. Oh my goodness. You the best. What do you what do you think of the Flash's suit? I don't care. You know, the, <laughs> you know, that's fine. I mean, I like the Flash TV show. I like him as the Flash. Right. But again, for me, it's all what how the movie turns out. Right. Hopefully the movie's good. If the costuming sucks. That means something seriously wrong. Is uh the same director doing Aquaman? Is it still James Wan? I don't know. I'll have oh, to look okay. it up after this. Okay. I can look it up now. Yeah. But yeah, 
I, I mean, it was such a big hit. The last one, I'm sure he's the same director. I'd be surprised if they got somebody else. Unless he didn't want to do it. That's true. That's true. That's a great shot here. Looking cool. Yep. Yeah, James, still James Wan. Okay, good, 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 good. But again, no Shazam. No Shazam 2. Is that supposed to come out this year as well? I thought it was. Okay. I mean, they, they produced it. Maybe they push it back. You never know. You never yeah, because it's a pretty to, cool shot right here, Flash. Yeah, they have a direction for this stuff. Right, right. They're taking. I'm their- rooting for DC, man. I'm rooting. I, I want. I want them to really hit the theaters okay. and everybody hard. I want them okay. to succeed this year. Here's the situation. Well, let, let's finish. Is this up. Hawkman? Yeah, that's Hawkman, of course. Okay. Who else would that be? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. DC to succeed, but you don't know this. There he is, Doctor yep. Fate. Oh, he looks great, man. And then also they're going to show Doctor. That's him. That's also Doctor Fate. Okay, so he's being played by Pierce Brosnan. Being played All by right. Bond, yes. Is this the Adam right here? It looks that way. Oh, sweet. All right. Black All right, cool. The Atom, not Adom. Right. All right. I here, like it. I like what here, I'm seeing. Here's the situation. I was very heartened by this trailer. Okay. Because DC, oh, she is next year now, I believe. Thank you, MKF30. Thanks, MK. Um, they're taking a stand. Here's the situation. Marvel has Feige, which we'll get into in a second. Okay. DC doesn't have, not only doesn't have a Feige, it doesn't want a Feige. It wants all these different creators to do what they want when they want it. Also, DC is famous for interfering with their directors, which is not something Feige necessarily does. He gets the team around him first. He trusts the team and he, and they're all pushing in the same direction. As you can right. see with DC, everybody's pushing in every direction. But I don't have a problem with that because it's very wise of them not to try to compete with Marvel because yeah. you can't. Right. Do their you own thing. Can't. If they try to copy Marvel and do what Marvel's doing, which means makes really heartfelt, warm, wonderful movies that touches the audience and makes them laugh, cry, and cheer, they won't succeed because Marvel has had a 10-year head start. Right, 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 right. Oh, so, yeah, they are doubling down on their find original ideas, original voices, and let them do it. In other words, you can see what how DC works in terms of how they work with Zack Snyder. Because first, Zack Snyder was their golden boy. He could do no wrong. Uh-huh. And suddenly he could do no right. Then he could right. do no wrong again. Then he could do no right again. Now he's back to doing not wrong or right, but what Zach wants. Right, 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 right. So they said, fuck it. Because, you know, after Joker and after all this other stuff, they said, it's just like our comics. We Our comics have been around for decades longer than Marvel. Lots of different artists, lots of different uh, styles, lots of different writers, lots of different approaches. Look at Batman's history. I right, saw right, recently right. on on the web. I saw somebody did a drawing of all the different Batman 
throughout the history of Batman into yeah. watching the trailer for the new Batman movie. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, let's right. go. They, they're in a no lin, they're in a no lose. They realize through Zack Snyder, they can't lose. All they have to do is make it and release it. Right, it right. Because we yeah. all go see it. Yeah. You see, haters will go see it. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, it's true. Yeah. Don't yeah, get yeah. a copy. Do your own path. Do your own thing. Yeah, I agree. And that's the way I was as a kid. When I first went to the uh, to the store to get the comic books, I would get DC until I got really tired of DC and then Marvel showed up and it was like, wow. Yeah. And now, look, you know me, I'm an and guy. I'm not an or guy. I want them both. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. And speaking of that, we're about to move on to the other trailers, right? That's it. Yeah. That's so time, to time, time to change. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Greg Garlu says uh, the guy running isn't the Atom; it's the Atom Smasher. Okay, Atom Smasher. Thank you. All right, thank you, Greg. And now, appreciate that. Marvel Uh-oh. shirt. Marvel shirt time. All right, cool. Well, in terms of trailers, I mean, uh, hopefully Morbius is entertaining, but I'm not like going crazy over it. Hopefully, it's a good movie. But this, I'm actually kind of excited for the, the, the Doctor Strange man. So let's go and get into it. Let's do it. And this is the new trailer, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Do I have strange on this one? No, I Because Sam Raimi's coming back. Oh, uh, I I I love Sam. My best friend is come on. All right. Let me I gotta get it. I gotta get it yeah, right. Yeah. You met Sam? No, my best friend is friends with Sam. Oh, nice, 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 nice. All right, guys, here we go. Let's check out the Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness official trailer number one. Let's do it. Every night, I dream the same dream. Then... The nightmare begins. Let's go, let's go. Let's get darker, Marvel. This is what I want. I did what I had to do. To protect our world. You cannot control everything, Strange. Hmm. You opened the doorway between universes. And we don't know who or what will walk through it. It was referencing the Spider-Man movie, right? Wanda. Yes and no. What do you know about the multiverse? Viz had his theories. He believed it was dangerous. He was right. I'm sorry, Stephen. Yeah, I'm glad he's back. I'm glad he's back. creation of reality. will not go unpunished. Whoa. We should tell him the truth. Who was that? I don't know. Whoa. Things just got out of hand. Ah, What if? Yeah. You break the rules. Look out! Oh! Become a hero. It's marble, isn't it? He did. Uh oh. 
some things for you. Oh my god, that looks great. Oh my god. Ho ho! Whoa, 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 whoa. Now, man. Now I'm worried. Oh no. <laughs> I'm worried now. Why? It's too, it, is it going to be too much? Is it going to be incomprehensible? I doubt it, but still. Right. Mm. We're like, we're opening, we're going to too, too many different dimensions. So much. Well, I trust them. I mean, after more than 10 years, I trust them. Yeah. And I trust Sam, Sam Raimi, you know. Right. Because he did, he, he created this basically with Evil Dead and Evil Dead 2. Yeah. So, yeah. I wonder who's getting tortured. Right look there. at all of this stuff. You know, I always say if anything is possible, nothing is interesting. So I'm hoping all of this is anchored and it's not just wild visuals for, for the sake of wild vision. Right. I'm sure they have a plan. I, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> and also the author, the writer of this was also a writer on Rick and Morty. Okay. So they're used to this multidimensional stuff. Okay. And also have a sense of humor about it. So, I mean, Wong, you got you got you got Wong here talking to him. Yeah, it's it is connected to uh, No Way Home. Right. What he what he did in uh, No Way yeah. Home. Correct. Look at this. So I wonder is this because of No Way Home? Is stuff start is 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 the different worlds ripping apart? Like what do we no love? Of, that's the issue. There's no way of knowing. Right. Until we, we see the movie. I'm going to be curious to see what the final running time is. Now, this was his love interest from the That's original right. film, right? And that was a multidimensional. She was dead in this one, but in other in the other part, right. she's alive and may be married to him, but something happens at the end of the marriage. Gotcha. At the end of the ceremony. I did see that what if episode. Right. It's great scene. It's a great scene, Wanda, though. Yeah, Scarlet Witch. She's yeah. amazing. Both. Yeah. So it looks like um Man, look at it. We got different creatures. Yep. Definitely a lot more fantasy based, which is that's cool. I don't have any issues with that. Well, you know, the Eternals and everything else is just yeah. up the, the Marvel Universe to such a enormous aperture at this point. You never know. I'm anything. so glad he's back because I feel like, you know, especially at the end of the, the, the original Doctor Strange movie, at the very end, you had that extra scene right. of him turning. So, you know, going to the dark side. So I'm glad. I feel like there's so many movies that came out after that. I was just like, what happened to his character? <laughs> now, wait a minute. You know, again, he's reasonable. He hasn't okay. said anything that isn't true. And that's what's so interesting about the what if strange. Right. Evil strange. Yeah. So, it, you know, he has contended all along that strange is the villain. Right. So what is going on? Still the villain. Right. What is going on here? I want to know who says this to him. I yeah. don't recognize the voice. Chat, I, let us know if you know who's talking. That's going to be a big reveal, I bet, whoever this guy, whoever the shadow is. I don't think it's, I don't think it's, what's his, I don't think it's. Um, we have multiple chairs up here. There's multiple people sitting yeah, there. It might be, what's, come on, from um, Loki, the, um, the villain in Loki. Oh, at the very end? Yeah, what's his name? I, I forgot his name. Chat, you know who I'm talking about. The very Kang, end of the... Kang the Conqueror. Yes, yes. I don't think that's Kang. 
it didn't sound like Kang. Right. It might be. It it's might be. be bad. Right. 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 It might be. Or a big, or a big good. You don't know who. Now, who's this other guy? Who's the? I don't know, but is, is, this, a, is this a creature we got here? We got what? all kinds of crazy shit going on. <laughs> They're in tight. The other per, the one, the one. Man, who, the, the uh, visuals. The visuals are insane. But yeah, yeah. evil Doctor Strange. Let's go. I'm all for this. Let's, let's do it. Again, he's yeah. He's no, he's not evil. He's Dark Side Strange. Dark Strange. Yeah, Dark Side. Oh, yeah. Now, now, uh, I wonder if Dark Side Strange is battling Wanda here. Possible, because that's the good Wanda. As you notice later on in the trailer, it's Wanda versus Scarlet Witch, or approaches Scarlet Witch. That's Wanda. Right. Scarlet Witch is in the costume, is in the uniform. Yeah, these characters, I'm not sure. They're, well, that's I, that's well they keep seeing these characters, so yeah. maybe they're, you know, they'll be introduced, obviously, in this movie. Well, you would think, yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> you just just accept it. The archers, yeah. Yeah, it's the same characters again. Yeah, that's and chat remind us uh who this is. I keep getting the name wrong. That's that's the character from the Suicide Squad. <laughs> no, it's <not. laughs> no, it's not. Man, visuals are insane. Well, that's what they can do nowadays. We're gonna what do you think we got going here. Strange is we got a little bit of a BVS Superman thing going here. Yeah, he, we'll we'll have to see. He may be facing his ultimate fate of being a conqueror himself. Right. To distinguish right. between his good and bad sides. There we go. And again, there's Wanda and Scarlet Witch in the same shot. Yeah, this is so interesting. It's awesome. And there, there you go. That's what I want to see. They're throwing down. Throwing down. But again, there he is. Yeah. And again, is he throwing down or is he rescuing him? It's hard to say. All I know, <laughs> I hate. I know swordplay, and I hate that kind of swordplay. In other words, it looks like he's trying to cleave Strange in the middle of the head, and Strange uh -huh. is blocking him. But both right. of those moves are pretty rudimentary and obvious. But what? Um, again, and there goes. There goes Miss Marvel with her with her fist, but she can get away with the fist. Is that who this is? That's Miss Marvel. I bet. Okay. You. Okay. I'm betting you. Oh man, it looks great. They're going to introduce her show before the movie comes out. Okay. Look at that. Man. Yeah, awesome. It's all is animation that now. We'll be getting into this in Boba Fett where, you know, I'm having a terrible time finding out who choreographed the fight scenes in each episode of Boba Fett. And I think because they have to do it all animated now. Maybe, so, yeah, it's possible. Animation. Who do you think this is right here? I thought that was strange the first time I looked at it. Yeah. Probably. Could be wrong. Whoa. That, I, that could be ultimate uh, dark strange. Or could, it could be, yeah. His final form. All right. Let's go. Let's my go. Let's do it. Yeah, my concern, I have a concern about this too. Okay. Because to my mind, Doctor Strange is the best proponent of Kung Fu in the in, in, in movies today and in the universe. However, Spider-Man took over in No Way Home. In the first Doctor Strange movie, he was Kung Fu all the way. 
he kept on saying there's got to be a better way than doing all this mystical martial arts. And at the end, he finds the way, the Kung Fu way. So if he has to give up Kung Fu now and just, mm-hmm. but we'll see again, Marvel, Marvel loves touching your heart. It loves to get you to laugh, cry and cheer. And so I'm, I'm sure yeah. they're for that. And I am so happy for Sam Raimi, because if you know the history of Sam Raimi, he was Universal Studios whipping boy. And Sam is such a nice guy. And he didn't realize that they were screwing with him. They were screwing with him bad. Just look at the history of what they did to him. And yeah. so, but he took it. He took it all. And he sort of went, all right, I'll just, I'll just, and then, you know, what happened with Spider-Man 3? Same sort of situation. They kind of set him up because they could, because that's the way a lot of guys in Hollywood work. If, yeah. if you're willing to be victimized by them, they'll victimize you. And Spider-Man right. 3, that was Sam being victimized again. And again, him taking it, taking it on the chin and saying, I'll take the responsibility and, and walking away into the room and closing the door. So the fact they're bringing it back and Marvel treats their people great. Unless, of course, it's somebody like Edgar Wright who wants to be in total control. And Marvel says, no, this is a team. We're the Marvel team up. Right, so right, right. You don't mind. We're gonna, we're gonna go another way. And again, Edgar Wright said that you know they they separated am- amicably. But it, you also notice that whoever works for Marvel suddenly does a great movie, or does a great TV show. But we'll get into Boba Fett. So we'll right, right. I'm hoping that Doctor Strange remains kung fuish. Yeah. Spider Man had to teach him in No Way Home, because because Doctor Strange was getting tunnel vision. Right, 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 right. No, just send them back. Fuck it, kill them. Send them back. <laughs> uh, badass grow- again. Badass speaks again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's Miss America. All right. Miss America. Thank you. Thank great you, great. Dude. That's why the chat, Movie Dojo Army's got our backs. Um, Alan says, why did that sound like Patrick Stewart? Are we bringing in the X-Men now? Oh, Is that Professor wow. X? Wow! Yeah. Oh, my, hold on. Let me do my little. Where's my Where's my emoji of my mind blowing? That's, that's awesome, man. Oh, yeah. That's a great idea. What a yeah. great idea. Nice call, Alan. Yeah. Now we got to go back and listen to it later, uh, another time for sure. I'm like him, boy. I know that guy's voice, but hey, they could be modulating it. But Marvel does that. You saw what they did in No Way Home, taking out the other two Spider Men from the trailer. Right. The modulated. Uh, Professor X's voice very easily. Oh, right, they all right, right. lie in the trailer. That's awesome. So, Night One says, Strange Supreme. Strange Supreme. Um, Artisan says, It looks like Baron Zemo. Oh, that's another- interesting. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Chat's on fire, they're on fire hanging out with us. But it. yeah, we have to go back again and uh, see if that, you know, I'll, you know, later. Yeah, later. The trailer again on our own. Looks great. Trailer looks great. It looks epic. I'm it looks excited. epic. So I'm excited. I yeah. might even go to the movie theaters. We'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, you guys ready? Let's check out Moon Knight. And um, hopefully, I got my fingers crossed for this one because we can have our Christmas episodes when you got Hawkeye looking into the tree and he sees a really bad golden CGI owl and we can have the feels and the funs and all that stuff. But Hey, Marvel's not just about feels and the fun, the, 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 the feels and the, the fun. We can have, we can bring in a little bit of the dark. 
It's fine, oh. Marvel. Marvel, it's okay to bring oh. in some dark elements. It's fine. Fat, so, uh, you know, fat dragon oh. kung fu. <laughs> variety. It's okay to have variety in Marvel. It's fine. Well, well they're yin yang. They very yeah, 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 yeah. All right, here we go. Good night. All right, Moon Knight. Let's do it. Night, Moon Knight. This is fun. This is awesome. Thirty-nine seconds. Okay. Oh, okay. Thirty-nine. Let me make sure I turn the volume back on here. Just doing a little bit of loading here. Yep, of course. On stream now. Stop it. Oh yeah, you're still you're still on you're still on silent. Yeah, there you go. There you go. All right, here we go. Boom. Let's do it. Let's do it. Moon Knight official teaser trailer. Let's do it. Boogie shot. I can't tell the difference <clears throat> between my waking life and dreams. Day and night. It must be very difficult. The voice in my mind, in your head. There's chaos in you. Embrace it. Embrace it. Let's go. Yes. Oh my God. Oh, this sucks. Boo. You, you suck. <laughs> Damn it. I can't tell the difference. Damn it. These 30 second trailers. Ah. Uh, that looked awesome. Digest, a lot to digest. God dang again, it. Again, my concern is too much. Is it too much? But it won't be. It won't be. Yeah. No, it should be fine. It's a TV series. Hopefully they don't, you know, both yeah, blow not, it. It's not going to be just random shit. Oh God. Okay. Oh, just more, more, more him in the in the in the suit, just wrecking shop. Yeah. I will be there. Uh, but yeah, this could be the god. The god behind yeah, it, do you think? Exactly. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I thought it was very interesting that uh, this he's dealing with the multiple. What is it called again? Multiverse. I forgot the condition he has in the comic books. We talked about this last time yeah. in the first trailer. Schizophrenia, for the most part. Yeah, that's that's right. Like Ethan Hawke, man. You know, I, I, I've said this before, uh, that I wasn't, growing up, I wasn't really a fan of Ethan Hawke. It's not like I didn't like him. I just wasn't really interested. The older I get now, the more movies I watch of him now, I'm like, Ethan Hawke is a good actor, man. <laughs> like, I like him now. It's weird how that happens. He yeah, always spoke very highly of you. <laughs> but yeah, let's let's go. Some conflict, inner inner turmoil. Yeah. Yes. Embrace the chaos. Oh my God! This looks just. Oh, uh, weapon! The weapon is so cool. Oh. Yeah. I just love. I just love. I love the whole concept of he wants you to see him coming. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. Oh. Oh, look at that! Oh my God. You can see that. I mean, it looks like they're in France at the uh, at the Louvre. Oh, please don't disappoint me, please. Oh, come on, you'll be fine. <laughs> One of the big problems with Marvel nowadays, and you've been noticing this too, people have gotten extremely spoiled to the point where you know we're going to be talking about that with uh, Mando Fett as well. People have gotten yeah. spoiled that it's yeah. not it's not a hundred percent genius all the time. It's like, oh, it sucks. 
it it doesn't, but we've gotten spoiled. That's the problem with spoiling your audience because now they want, you know, now they are super sensitive to any imagined slight. Mm. And they're like, oh, I hate you now. Yeah, I did that, you know. In, not everyone. Not everyone. <laughs> when I wrote for the National Enquirer, right. I created a a child of uh, a child of the new of the new generation, yeah. who, who loves something so passionately that the moment they imagined that whatever they they loved did them wrong in some way, they do, they would destroy it. And that's what that's what's happening on the internet now with everybody. Oh, we're so mad. Oh, controversy. Right. Controversy. But anyway. <laughs> So yeah, I I'm excited about all the new Star Wars stuff. I'm excited about all the new uh, Marvel stuff. I'm excited. I'm not excited by the DC stuff, but I'm, hmm. and I'll be going. You're intrigued. You're intrigued. Yeah, I'm yeah. not even intrigued. I will see it, and I'll make my decision then. But okay. I don't get excited for anything other than Marvel. I don't even get excited for Pixar or or, or Disney anymore. But Marvel and, and Star Wars, yeah, I'm going. They're doing this to me. The sixth, the guy who's been doing this for 60 years old, will be talking about it again for Boba Fett. Like uh-huh. they took all their inspirations from uh-huh. all the stuff I loved as a kid, as I grew up, all the westerns, all the samurai, all everything. And it's like, yeah. and you could also tell that they loved it too. Mm. Unlike sometimes DC and other guys. Who just exploit it because they know, you know, they all they have to do is feed raw meat to the audience. There's, there's, there's Ruth's Chris Steakhouse and there's McDonald's. And right. They both have their audiences. But yeah, so I get excited about going to a great steakhouse. I do right. not get excited about going to McDonald's at this point. <laughs> right, right. No, I got you. I got you. There you go. I got you. So but I mean, yeah. I mean, for those of you that know Samurai Guy and been watching a lot of my videos, I have issues with Marvel, Rick. I'm sorry. I have no, issues, man. That's, <laughs> that's why I'm here. You're badass. I'm good at <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I just want to get that out there. Like, I, I love Marvel, but then sometimes I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah, because you know, it so. disappoints you, but I I come from a different perspective. Right, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, Alan says, "Have you seen?" Oh, you know what? I get. A, I didn't get a chance to see that trailer, Alan. Have you seen this trailer, Rick? No, I have. Called the Adam Project. No, I did see it tonight. Well, I was watching the Super Bowl before I came here. How's it look? Is what uh, Ryan Reynolds? Yeah, it looks like a Ryan Reynolds joint. Okay. <laughs> All right. There's All one. Right. There's one wonderful moment in it, but it's a uh-huh. classic Ryan Reynolds. If you watched Red Notice on Netflix, you'll notice what he. The Rock and other people are doing, they're just having fun. So it yeah. doesn't have to be realistic anymore. Uh-huh. Just, we're, go, we're seeing a, a Zack Snyder movie. We're seeing a Rock movie. We're seeing right. a Ryan Reynolds movie. Did you see Free Guy? I didn't get a chance to see Free Guy. Ryan Reynolds. But, but I hate Red Notice, by the way. <laughs> but, the, but the important thing is they don't care. They just not, I know they don't care. They're getting billions of dollars. I'm telling right. everybody on Netflix, there's an Indian cop action movie starting with S O O R V A something. Look it up. It's it's a ludicrous, hilarious movie where it's all navel gazing and it's all nonsense. But at the end of the movie, the movie has three musical Bollywood musical numbers. 
And the last, watch the end credit musical number because it tells you all you need to know about what The Rock and Ryan Reynolds and others are doing now. The song's lyrics is, I do what I want, go fuck yourself. <laughs> oh, I have to see this. What's it, what's it called again? It's S, I'll look it up, but it's okay. S. Just, just go to Netflix, type in S-O-O-R. Okay, it'll pop up. Even a, oh, you know, this sounds this sounds amazing. It is amazing. It only gets <laughs> more amazing the more you watch it. All right, Rick, All right. what's up first? What do you want to do? We've got. Uh, do you want to do Reacher? Do you, well, I guess we should save three five five for last. Reacher. I have not seen that, so that's all you. So yeah, what, Reacher you want to do or last three five five. Three five five. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be all me. Trust me. Okay. And uh, or do you want to do um, Mando uh, Fett first? We could do Reacher first. Let's do Reacher. Yeah. yeah do you have a little intro? No. We can just do that on no video or anything. Reacher. <laughs> I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed the show. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. Did you read I any enjoyed of the books? No, I did not. I did not read the books. I only seen the first Tom Cruise movie. I have not seen the second one. It's terrible. Don't watch it. And I, that's what I heard, so I didn't even bother. I like the fight right. with the bullies outside the bar in the first movie. But everything yeah. else in that first movie was, was felt kind of generic. Tom Cruise's job in that movie was to make you think he was six foot five. Ah, he failed. <laughs> he did. Yeah, yeah. He had yeah. the attitude, but he doesn't have the depth of acting talent to pull that off. Right. So he did. Right. The second one was a mess. It was the first one was fine. Right. Yeah. But ulti- somebody said this, and I agreed with them that the problems with the Reacher Amazon show are the same problems as it was with the Reacher novel it's based on, which was the first of the Reacher novels. Okay. And so so it, as, a, as a pulp writer, as a guy who's written, I don't know how many novels I've written at this point. It's, more, it's probably two dozen novels and all, all in genres. Reacher, the Amazon adaptation of Reacher was just like, touched my heart. Oh, good. I'm good. I had problems. I've written, I've not written. <laughs> I don't want to make that mistake. I've read a bunch of the Reacher novels and I've had problems with them because he has a problem. He has a problem with plotting. He has a problem with being obvious. He has a problem with, you know, having these wild coincidences, but still you can tell that people once asked me why people liked Mary Higgins Clark's novels. She said, my, my, my writer friends would say she's a terrible writer. And I said, it doesn't matter. Because you can tell that she's 110% behind every word on the page, even if it's the wrong word. Even if she could have chosen a better word, she's still behind it. She tells stories, and that's what Lee Childs does with Reacher. So, again, just like Marvel, what I could tell with the Reacher Amazon show is that whoever made this loves Reacher, Mm. loves Lee Childs wanted to do it this was an authentic recreation they padded a bit because uh-huh. they understand that we're still mostly stuck inside and they want to and they want to keep us going and give us plenty so it's it's padded but not padded the way the marvel netflix shows were but it's still great so loving he has not quite the actor as not quite, he's not as old. He's as he's not quite as big, or as old as the Reacher is in the book. 
but he's okay. close enough. And he's not a good enough actor yet to completely embody Richie. But you can tell he's getting there. Yeah. Having okay. a good Okay. Nice, nice. That thing from the first episode where he goes, you guys recycle? <laughs> you know, where he breaks the... Uh, yeah, yeah. He, just I, broke, I, the, he I, broke the zip tie. Yeah, he broke the zip tie. Yeah. I, was, I hated it when he was arrested. Because normally I thought, you know, just wade through these guys. Don't let them arrest you. Beat the crap out of them. Yeah, yeah. But again, they handled it very well. And the other thing, again, what is this thing so so far called? Action film autopsy? What was great about Reacher, you know me, I always want the action to be better. Right. Reacher, hey, buddy, here's your ticket to ride. You do whatever you want. You're Reacher. Right, you don't right. Do kung fu. I'm not expecting you to do Kung Fu. What I'm expecting to you to do is what you did, which is wade the fuck through these guys. Yeah, yeah. I love... A lot of, of headbutts. <laughs> I love the hyper-violence in this. Oh, yeah. I my, mean, favorite, my favorite fight in the movie is uh, the prison fight, man. Yeah. That was I, my favorite. You know, gouging eyeballs out of people's sockets. It was great. through them. Yeah. I want to see it. Again, I love great kung fu, and you had right. that in the intro. But I also love a, I love a fight scene that will make me react. My least yeah. favorite kind of fight scene is where I'm just sitting there and waiting for it to end. And you know, right? Okay, whatever. Um, mm -hmm. But in this one, man, I was going like, oh, geez, oh yeah, come on, yeah. Elbow then, smashes. Yeah, I, more headbutts. Uh, spoiler alert: something happens in uh, the final. In the, and Reacher didn't even do it, but in the final uh, episode and the big blowout fight. There is a moment where, and blood everywhere. Yeah, blood it was everywhere. And it I was went, beautiful. It, absolutely right. This is why I I'm so happy I teamed up with you. You're absolutely right. You it scratched it. the itch. Definitely, it scratched it the action itch and it scratched it. Yeah. Look, yeah, Reacher. I mean, oh, Reacher's great. I'm really looking forward to the next one. It's going to. Be, I'm sure it's going to be even better. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and um, the second Reacher book is better. Oh, okay. How many books are there? Do you know? I think what uh, I'm sure the crowd will tell us, but I believe it's more than a dozen at this point. And his oh son okay. wrote. He retired. Lee Child retired, and he brought in. He brought in, I think, two of his sons to write. And I've heard from people who like the Reacher books because I stopped <clears> back, <throat> that the okay. new ones done by his sons are not good at all. Oh. I mean, they okay. chew down on his bad plotting. Gotcha, gotcha. What right. I appreciate about about the show, because remember, I'm new to this universe. Right. When I saw the Tom Cruise one, I didn't know he was supposed to be six foot five until I found yeah. until I heard complaints after the yeah. movie came out. Of fans of the book were like, "He's not. He's supposed to be like Dolph Lundgren. Like, what's going on?" Yeah. What I what I appreciated uh, about the show was, you know, it's nice to see big, huge, buff, beefy guys. That are also intelligent. <laughs> it's nice Bingo. to see that. Bingo! They were they promised me that the Batman would be about Detective Batman, and now they're saying that he is. But I that was the great thing about Reacher. He was yeah. a combination of of a guy named Travis McGee, who was from a bunch of books by John D. McDonald and Sherlock Holmes. And that's yeah. what and they kept that. He's smart. He's sharp, and so. That made me a little disappointed where the villain just confessed to everything at the end. It was like, yeah, 
Yeah, I was kind of like, what are you doing? I mean, that was, <laughs> that's so dumb. That was right. just a big confession dump. And it was like, you don't oh, really? Are you that rushed? You had eight hours to do this in. Right. And I, no, I, I agree with that. I, I, I felt weird with that episode. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> that's, but that's true you, of the book, too. That's true of the book, too. Oh, okay. Wow. Copy that. Well, uh, did you enjoy, did you also enjoy the side characters? Most of them except her. Oh, okay. I mean, she's I, fine. I enjoyed them. Him they, and the, the chief. I like them a lot. I have a problem with emaciated blondes playing normal people. Okay. Because you look at her and you go, you are not a normal person. I don't care what you say. Of course, he's not a normal person either. But he's not asking to be playing a normal person. I want, I thought the rest of the show was cast with, with good normal people, with people that I could believe were real people, except her. Okay. What is she doing in this town, in this job? Oh, I see. I it's see. like, no, I don't, you don't convince me you're an act, you're that actual character. Oh, okay. Copy That's that. Not your fault. You're, you're, you're a very attractive young right, lady. Right, right. You know, so you didn't buy her in the in the action scenes, or you you didn't buy the character? Uh, she Both. did okay in the action scenes. Okay. When I get to the three five five, my issue, but again, this is from the book. Okay. So I can forgive it, but I want women not to try to act like men in the fight scenes because I never find that convincing because it's not convincing. Women should fight smarter. They should be gouging out eyes. They should, yeah. be, they should be hitting weak parts. They Growing. should be making fist and punching. Neck. Because right, it's right. not as effective. Right. But, hey, it's from the book, whatever. I She was my least favorite casting choice in the show. Okay, okay. Probably I think that. that's a lot better with, the, with an actor in that role. Copy that. Copy that. No, but, she's, uh, fine. she's fine. Right, right. Yeah, but besides the exposition dump, <laughs> that we got later uh definitely action fans out there you're gonna be satisfied you're gonna be satisfied it's very and well done too. and plot fans yeah. he's a great character they did yeah. reach the crowd in this did you enjoy this sequence i enjoyed the whole i was like i don't do junk food anymore but this was the best tasting junk food i've had in a <laughs> long time this didn't make it didn't get me sick to my stomach it didn't give me uh, acid reflux. Yeah, I, I was eating up every second of the show. Nice, nice. Copy that. There you go, guys. Thumbs up from Samurai Guy and Rick Myers. And Check out Reacher. Samurai. Very well done. Or Very Samurai. well done. <laughs> I want to be like my friend Fat Sam Samurai. I want to do my nickname, not my real name. <laughs> the plot. Oh, did, did you did the book end Bill Bix Bill Bixby's style here at the end? Did the book yeah, end this oh, way? That's that's Reacher's whole thing. Reacher never stays in one place. He's always traveling. That's his raison d'etre. They'll get into that as the series goes on. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Always. Yeah. I was hearing that incredible Hulk theme music when he was walking away. <laughs> that's a great piece of music, by the way. And All was, right. And I was on the set of that show. I'm very proud. Nice, nice. I, I ran into Lou Ferrigno at a convention. He's so he's huge, man. He's awesome. He's awesome. <laughs> he's, he's a nice guy. But yeah, he was nice. He was. Nice. I got my I got my picture with him. And when people see the picture, yeah. they're like, "Dude, are you are you that that big in real life? You're like just as tall as Lou Ferrigno." I was like, "Are you looking down?" And they're <laughs> and they're like, "Look, he's leaning over the table 
to take the photo with me. And they're like, oh my God. I was like, yeah, he's huge. Yeah. Let, let's get the 355 out of the way and we'll and we'll and we'll end it with Book of Fed. No, we can't do that because no? of both shirts. Okay. I have two more shirts on. Oh, under- that's right. <laughs> All right, let's do some uh Fed. Is the last shirt. Let's do the Book of Mando. <laughs> Look at that. Prepared, Star- man. Star Wars. <laughs> okay. Uh, but yeah, I'm definitely down to, for Reacher Season 2 for sure. Have, you've watched, have you watched all of them? Which one? Mando. I mean, not Mando, uh, Boba. Have you watched all oh, of them? Oh, yeah. I've seen them all. Okay. <laughs> now, I want you agree with me. Something, something is up behind the scenes there. Something happened to that show. Yes. And, yeah, Favreau, Filoni, they don't. They did. A, they did a great job with Mando. So what's going on here? I mean, right. suddenly, I mean, are we at a meeting where they where they sort of lean back and go, "All right, this this is called the Book of Boba Fett." First. First rule of Book of Boba Fett, he doesn't have a book. Second rule of Book of Boba Fett, we're going to get to the fourth episode and then we're going to dump him for two hours. You're going to see him for 15 seconds in the next two hours. Well, why are we doing that, John or Dave? Don't ask. We just are. We're just going to, like I say, I call it the Book of Mando Fett at this point. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm I'm still going to investigate this. I'm going to still look into why they made this decision. I think they managed to nail the landing, but let me go through the action. Sure, this show has a problem, and I gave a name to that problem. First episode, episode one, directed by Robert Rodriguez, the executive producer of the Book of Boba Fett. And I started to go, as soon as the big fight happens in this episode, which is the fight with the assassins, I'm going, why are you diminishing your character? Yeah. Why are you diminishing Boba? Why are you making Boba look weak? Yes. Inexperienced. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is weak. He's in the, he's, he's recovering, but he's, but just because he's physically weak, He's damaged physically. It should not also make him stupid. Exactly. <laughs> that was my problem. I'm saying you're making him seem incompetent. Yeah. I mean, I you already introduced him in at the end of the Mandalorian with that awesome fight sequence, which showed him ba boom, and now suddenly he's back. He's back in kindergarten. So I said, "What is up with that?" Yeah. All right. So then, episode two. It's directed by Steph or Stephanie Green, mm-hmm. and we have him training with the gas stick. Him learning how to use it in his flashback. We have, and better yet, we have the fight with the speeder gang in the bar. Yeah, that was, that was a pretty good throwdown. That was a very good throwdown, and again. That is, that's not the Mando from the, the first episode. And the first episode is later. This is a flashback. 
He yeah. was that skilled then, and suddenly he's not that skilled anymore. Mm-hmm. He was as da- he was almost as damaged then. He had already p- pulled himself out of the future. Right. What the f, man? So I was sort of going something schizo here. Something's happening behind the scenes, and that was cemented for me by episode three, <laughs> directed by the villain of this piece, Robert Rodriguez. And here, you know, I'm a guy who likes people to act and fight believably. I like them to fight in character. And and Boba was not fighting in character in the first episode. He was fighting in character in the second episode. Mm-hmm. Third episode, he's in the bath. And the, the black Wookiee. Okay, let me ask all of you, you fat lovers out there. <laughs> You are a black Wookiee. You have been assigned to kill Boba Fett. Badass looking, too. Yeah. Mean. Boba Fett is helpless. He's inside a a healing bath. What do you do? This brings it back to the Hulk. I'm glad you mentioned the Hulk. (laughs) Because the Hulk introduced that cliche. And I still do this joke when I'm watching a movie or I'm on a set or something and I'm watching the fight scene, and the character chooses rather than simply crush the person's throat, which they can easily do, bang, bang, any many different ways. Yeah. Grab the throat, pick them up, and throw them. (laughs) And my reaction is always, oh, we've got a thrower. Yep. We got and a a hugger. And a hugger. We've got a thrower and a hugger. The Hulk used to do that all the time too. Lou Ferrigno's Hulk would always, he wouldn't just put his fist all the way through somebody's body. Right. He would pick them up and throw them. <laughs> and whenever I see that in the movie now, I'm going, yeah. what is wrong with you? What yeah. are you doing that for? That's not helping you. <laughs> when you have your hands on somebody, destroy them. Yes. Yes. Don't just throw them away. Several times and then job out to the mods. Yes. Like easily. Like they had no issue taking him out. The characters we care nothing about had no issues destroying this badass Wookiee. And they, and and again, and then I went back, Robert Rodriguez on, I believe it's on Netflix. He did another kids movie called We Can Be Heroes, which was his superhero film. And Mm -hmm. this, that movie was so flawed and so unentertaining and so easy and lazy that I feel he brought that to this as well. He was mm. given two episodes. My feeling is, may not be true, but on the basis of what I've seen, is that Favreau and Filoni got his episode. When I was the special media consultant for the rebirth of the Twilight Zone back in the 80s, I would sit in the screening room and watch different directors show up and show their finished Twilight Zone piece, their story, to the producer. And I remember there were certain guys who did a really bad job, and they would stand at the at the screener at the screen and try to explain it away and defend themselves. And I have a funny feeling that happened here. Everybody was so busy planning their episodes and everything else, and you know, as you can see from this series, there was a lot going on. And a lot of directors and a lot of special effects. So they probably let Rodriguez go do what he wanted. And then he comes back with these. Yes. Spy Kids Rodriguez, not a, you know, Desperado or 
or we goes to Don Rodriguez. Or we can <laughs> heroes. Just walk before, and, you know. before we move on, yeah, I have to remind everyone watching where Samurai Guy's head was at this point. Yeah. <laughs> watching, but before I was already annoyed and kind of checked out, not really interested in what was really happening at all. Yeah. That was just me. There's people out there who are the opposite, but I just wasn't interested up to like when we got up to the third episode, I was already kind of checked yeah. out. So this is a clip. This is a clip of Samurai Guy and Lady Fat Blood uh, uh drinking drinking the sauce while watching, uh being completely totally checked out from the story of Book of Book of Boba Fett. Here you go. Good. Star Wars style, baby. Breaking it down. Tuscan Raiders, baby. It's Boba Fett, baby. Uh, break it down. Put your stamps in the air, baby. And wave your stamps like you don't care, baby. We're drinking alcohol, baby, to get through this bullshit. Boba Fett, book of Boba Fett, bubble, bubble, Boba Fett, baby. Oh, what? What? Oh, my God. Manny's dancing over here, baby. Lady Fat Bunch drunk, baby. <laughs> Fat Sarah guy is going, what the fuck am I watching, baby? What is this? What am I watching? What is this? What is this? It's Rodriguez's Revenge is what you were watching. <laughs> so we were gone. So that's where we were at the moment. Just want to make sure everybody saw that yeah. slice uh, of insanity. Yeah. And now back to Rick. Happy McDonald's guy. I said... The difference between the first, second, and third episode was so was so large. I'm saying, I checked to see who was doing the next episode, episode four, which was Kevin Tenchorian. Okay, and that episode was awesome. Episode four, where he's saving Finnick, he's killing the Sarlacc, he's killing the bikers, and and also Steph, Steph Green in episode two had the train battle. Uh-huh. The train battle was fucking awesome. And then we get to Rodriguez. Story. All right. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. So I'm pretty sure what happened was that Filoni and Favreau looked at each other and said, we're going to have to dump. And also, if you guys have Disney+, Plus, go look at the descriptions of each episode in the, you know, when you get onto the page before you okay. choose one you want to see. Look See how incredibly nebulous the descriptions of the plots are. <clears throat> I, my feeling was, it was they wanted they were behind the scenes just going, we're going to have to try to save this, and they did it by five and six by making a two-hour Mandalorian movie, which was a love, and also it freed Dave Filoni to simply just pour his love for the so-called you know, non-official Star Wars plot lines and concepts and characters. He says, fuck it. I'm putting them all back in. I'm making them canon. I don't care what Kathleen Kennedy says. Right, right, and, right. And and as such, it was just a love letter to Star Wars done by people who were in a position to do it beautifully. And they did. And so, and then Bryce Dallas Howard in episode five. 
And that was my favorite moment from an action standpoint in the entire series. And can you guess the moment? It's a moment that happens in the, in the near the beginning of the fifth episode. Can you guess what I loved more than but anything? You, but you missed the amazing fight scene throwdown. We didn't talk about the, the kitchen. Oh. <laughs> General Clevius. We didn't talk about General Clevius. And the little robot ratch catcher, you know. I don't like anybody putting down characters. I don't like anybody diminishing characters. And so I ignore all that. <clears throat> My favorite thing that happens in episode five, uh -huh. right at the beginning, is Mando wounds himself. Yeah. Yeah, that was interesting. He wounds himself. Yeah. That is incredibly accurate. The way they established that sword, how it got heavy if you didn't use it right, and he... He literally hurts himself with it. And I'm going, that's beautiful symbolism. That's yeah. also very true. And also, again, it's a moment of truth. You know, it's easy for us who watch who have watched the St Stallone movies and the and the Schwarzenegger movies to think that fighting with any weapon is the easiest thing in the world. Shooting is the easiest thing in the world. Sword fighting is the easiest thing in the world. Because we see all these guys wiping out thousands with them. Yeah. But having shot things, having sword flit. So I haven't did serious. I didn't actually fight with a sword, but I use I've been in sword fights that we've choreographed and all the rest of it. None of it is easy. Right. Right. And it all has ramifications. And also it also him wounding himself made you care about him, made yeah. you worry for him. Yeah. That's the art of a good fight scene. And then and, and this fight scene, this opening yeah. fight scene yeah. that was what was this like two minutes or less? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I was just like Mando is he did something in one scene that was like one to two minutes that was more badass yeah. than anything Boba Fett has done in this whole entire show. Yeah, which is not Boba's obviously not Boba's fault. No, it's not his fault. It's not Tamura's fault. No, you know, it's not his it's fault. A shame. Unless, of course, he got cranky behind the scenes and caused everybody to say, you know, go to your trailer, go to your trailer. But right. we'll find we'll see if we can find out. And in okay. any case, in Filoni's episode six, the love letter to Star Wars, oh, heartwarming. And the seventh one, even though Robert Rodriguez directed it, I think by then, Filoni and Favreau were on right out of camera range doing this. <laughs> we're watching you. <laughs> we're watching you. The only thing I heard about um, behind the scenes as of right now, I'm sure you're going to do your more research, but because um, Rick's on the hunt to figure out. I, want to, I always want to solve yeah. that mystery. I always like to solve movie mystery. The only thing I heard was he did mention that Tamora mentioned that he thought his character spoke too much and he thought his character shouldn't have been out of the helmet that much. So I don't know if that caused problems and they were like, well, we're going to take care of that or he was just being polite about it and it, wouldn't, it didn't if really not, matter. If Boba Fett is not in Mandalorian 3, and doesn't have a sequel, then that will explain a lot. Because that will yeah. all Robert Rodriguez. Because now they can move Robert Rodriguez out of the director's chair at this point, and he can still be an executive producer. But right, 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 no right. Problem with that on the set, you can tell from that lack. Then, again, the final episode had a lot of, of heartwarming action, although it didn't make a lot of sense. But it's still brought everybody up to it. I thought it was a good conclusion, not a great conclusion, but it certainly set us up for Mandalorian season three. Right. What did, what did you think of going back to the fights? What yeah. did you think of the, the armorer training sequence? 
Oh yeah, that was also great because all three of those characters, this one, even Mastodon, fought in character. Yeah, distinguished everybody's moves. Yeah, I enjoyed when they threw down here for sure. Yeah, it was again, it was awesome because he, that character who uh, Mando was fighting, has been in previous episodes of yeah. the Mandalorian, so you knew his character, and he fought in character as well, and. Because of the weight of the sword and what the armorer said about the sword, it again involved me in the fight because I wanted to see what would happen. And I'm still excited to see Mando at a future date oh, figure yeah. out the sword and oh, start yeah, fighting sure. the as opposed to against it. Copy so that. It's very, very nicely done. So the next season, I mean, sorry, the next episode after that, before we yeah. get to the end one, introduced yeah. us to Cad Bane, who they did him phenomenal, man. Like, he was so badass. And yeah. the, the same voice actor that did him on the series, yeah. uh, they brought him back, which was cool. And he always, you got to love Timothy, man. It man, was just really great. good. Really I mean, good stuff. Yeah, I want him to have his own series as well. Because, you know, again, it's all Sergio Leone, but also they threw in a huge hunk of Howard Hawks. If you haven't yeah. seen Howard Hawks' Westerns, so it was Sergio Leone, Spaghetti Westerns, Howard Hawks, John Wayne Westerns. And oh, it's just, and Lone Wolf and Cub. Yes. And, and uh, oh, it just, and also, again, lovingly done. They didn't exploit them. They truly honored them. And, yeah, it's just like, again, it's the best <laughs> time ever. I mean, it's been 60 years that I've been watching this, and I can't help but feel this is my this is my platinum age of movie and TV watching. There's more quality things that are more loving, right? Than I've ever seen. I mean, so were there were there any were there in the finale in the finale episode you were okay with? It wasn't great, but it was certainly better than than one and three. I mean, I was waiting. I agree with that. uh, uh, Excuse me. Uh, episode one and three crap. Right. It, it wasn't crap. <clears throat> it was not. Was the there best, any? Was there it, any nitpicks? Do you have any nitpicks on some of the action in that episode, or any str- like strategy mistakes, or any anything like that? At that point, I knew there it was. It was useless to look for them. I mean, <laughs> the, they had they had the mishmash, and I just wanted to get to the end of the episode without going. Oh Jesus! What a piece of crap. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I didn't. I just sort of went, okay, they made lemonade. It's not the best lemonade I ever had. It's yeah. Sweet. Those bikers just really fucked up the mix. Those, yes. guys, those, those guys were aspartame. Yes. Those yeah, guys yeah. Fuck, fuck the mods. Not a fan. That could have been great. Could have been. But it, it could have been. No. Yeah. And, and he, those doing the little fancy spinning around. I'm like, no, we don't care. We don't know, that, care. That was not only we don't care. I have to admit that was nonsense. That was again Robert Rodriguez go. Let's do something that looks cool. Yeah, that makes no sense. But in terms of strategy, I'm like, why are they just standing there? Don't they have rocket packs? <laughs> don't they have rocket packs? Like they yeah. can fly around. Yeah, and have the high ground. Yeah, I mean, it's like why are they just sitting here getting shot at? Like, don't they have rocket packs? I mean, yeah, I'm, basically, I'm, this episode could have been called the okay episode, which is yeah, literally yeah. okay. But yeah. also, there are so many moments in the in the show, like like when the uh, when the monster was frightened by fire. 
Yeah. Like, like I was kind of like, okay. Oh, yeah. This worked. Now, <laughs> Everything now else didn't work. You suddenly Frankenstein. You know, remember, <laughs> we've seen these characters before. You've already established these characters. Uh, he's suddenly Frankenstein. That's hilarious. Yeah, so it's, it's uh, a, a lot of mm. are, you know, this is good enough for shit. I'm just going to do what I want. I'm going to have fun. Screw the audience. I'm going to have fun. There are some times, and I like that, but has, the person has to be a better filmmaker for me to accept it. Right, right. And Robert right. Did, was just did, just I just got tired of them constantly shooting at the shields the entire episode. It's like, stop shooting at the no, shields. That's right. And I then when the shields went away, and then when they got rid of the shields, they stopped shooting at them. And again, they always... <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, uh, it's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, now, did you enjoy the Rancor scene of him riding the Rancor? Did you enjoy that? You were just like, well, you knew it was coming, whatever. And and I wasn't happy when when Mando tried it and was thrown off, but I mm. loved it when Grogu yeah. put him to bed, and then went to sleep next to him. Because <laughs> for me, I'm still looking for a sweatshirt that says, "No, we're going to cure some ass," right out of No Way Home, where he says, "We're going to kick some ass," and he, and Tobey Maguire goes, "No, we're going to cure some ass." Because right, right, right. So. Roku just cure some ass. Yeah, yeah he did. Uh, Jake Hall says uh, the Samurai Santa autopsy. I don't know. Love to think well, about that yeah, one. Autopsy me and, and Samurai. It was <laughs> autopsying action films. Yeah, 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 autopsying yeah. ourselves. At least, at, least, um, at least we hope not. My problem, Rick, maybe you can help me out and explain yeah. it. My okay. problem with so far, I enjoyed. I enjoyed Wanda because it was different at the time. I love Wanda. every every show that's come out from Disney. I've enjoyed parts of it. I've had fun with parts of it, yeah. but I've always got blue balls by the end of it. There's always something that bugs me about it. Yeah, but I think some of the problem is they're too short. I think they're trying to. I think these these Disney shows need to be longer. Look at this. Look at the book. Book of Boba Fett's only seven episodes. Well, I think it. I, you know, seven is an odd number. Yeah. I have a feeling they stopped it there. Oh, that's my feeling on it. I think okay. it was eight. Okay. Just, I don't just know. Like I just feel the last Star Wars movie. The the rule for the last the uh, Rise of Skywalker was just end it. Uh, end uh, it. You're probably right. <clears throat> uh, did you think Cad Bane's death was earned, or did they pull a Darth Maul here, bringing in a badass, cool character, and he just jobbed? Dead. Well, I mean, in he's the not show, you he's saw not right on his chest. You saw oh. his chest. Oh, all yeah. right. I'm have to go back then. Watch that scene again. He has a little okay. light on the on on his thing there, and it's still. Oh, and Timothy's back. He's getting fixed. Uh, which is no, cool. nobody, die, nobody dies in Marvel, nobody dies in Star Wars. <laughs> Copy that. Um, let's see, was there anything else? In comic books, and the biggest problem with writing comics, which is why yeah. I don't write a lot of them anymore, is right. that nobody ever dies and the story never ends. Right, right, right. So before we go to 355, Rick, before I give, before I give in my little rant review of Book of Boba Fett, before I do that, you pretty much enjoyed it. The last three episodes saved it for you. Yes and no. Basically, okay. I like at my age, 
I like making lemonade. And as you know, I do the autopsy, so I like to study it. Right. And I and and of course, as far as I'm concerned, love the love the sequence on the train, the you know the the battle. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Love the two Mando episodes, and that's all I'm going to remember from this. And now you have to watch it, for, you know, like you're forced to watch it now to find out, like you're forced to watch the book of Boba Fett. I'm saying to go to go to the next Mando season, like you have no choice, like you have to watch it <laughs> because of what happens with Grogu and yeah, and all that. But that's why you know I I take care of myself. I always say you know my kung fu is called don't hurt yourself. Right, right. The trick here is I make do. Okay. I just sort of go. I found my villain. I knew I came up with the solution. I solved the mystery so far. Right. There may be more to it. And I just sort of went, you know, loved five, loved six. I went to seven. Please don't be awful. Please right. don't make me mad. Right. And I was prepared. Yeah. I'm not surprised. I was one and three prepared me. Seven, I wasn't surprised by. And I just okay. went, all right. I'm, I knew what he was going to do, so I'm not going to be surprised by it. I'm going to be disappointed, but it still right. had, it still had moments in it where I sort of went, oh. Right, right. Copy and that. All right, really quick for, for me. My favorite moment in Seven, my single okay. favorite moment in Seven. Okay. Is Amy Sedaris spitting out her tooth. Oh, that's your favorite moment? Amy spared, spitting out her tooth. I said, what a perfect comment. <laughs> For the episode. <laughs> For the episode. Yeah. Uh, my favorite part of the last episode was Fennec being a fucking ninja That's and just destroying right. everybody at the end. What I enjoyed happened that. To her? Suddenly she's only in one. When she left. Yeah, was, I was it, asking, where is she in the final battle? Final battle. <laughs> and she's in one scene where yeah. she kills everybody. That's another clue to me. That they were making lemonade, that they were just mm. as fast as they could. All right, it could be. We're we were going to take episode eight to take out all of these characters. Right, right, right. Wing, you just go kill them all. One scene, two minutes. Go kill them. Gotcha, gotcha. It was nice seeing an alien get hung, though. That was nice. <laughs> that, was awesome. that was fucking awesome. Uh, really, really quick. I'm going to give my verdict, I'm gonna, and then we'll go to three five five. Wait a minute. You know, you know who that alien was, right? The one I got hung by Robert Rodriguez. <laughs> wow! So they hung him. Oh wow! Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. All right. So Rick, Rick uh, gives it a pass. So what I'm going to do, uh, really quick. So this is my issue with the show, and I'll, we'll wrap it up. There's some cool stuff in here. There's stuff I did enjoy. Um, the problem, I think this movie, this movie, excuse me, this, I think this series fails. And the reason why it fails is because you have my side of it that didn't give a shit about the first four episodes. Finally was interested when Mando showed up and then they just, we just got to end it. So I wasn't really fully satisfied. You can't you can't count two and two and a half episodes out of a seven episode show does not make a great show, you know, good episodes. Yeah, I would never. But do you, but do you have the other side of it where you have fans, really big, huge Boba Fett fans, that actually was and in, so involved and loved the first four episodes, and then was really pissed off when it became the Mando Hour, 
And then at the very end, hey, let's out of nowhere, let's make finally make Bo- uh, Boba Fett badass and kill Cad Bane, you know, you know, at the time. And let's give him his moment, you know, finally at the end, because, you know, we have to. So I think even they were let down. I think the I think the show fails on both counts. That's just me though. That's just me. Oh, and the defend and people that defend this show, and that's fine if you guys love the show. There's nothing wrong with that. I don't it's love just me. I don't love the show. Oh, I'm just saying, just people watching it and, and enjoy the show. That's perfectly fine. You guys love the show, but you know, samurai guys always got to be honest. And the defense for the show is well, if you go back to the lore and the comics, you know, the Boba Fett was he had a family, he had children, he had a pet. He did this. He did this. And I was just like, that none of that matters because the only thing that matters, even Boba Fett being, he was, he was a mysterious badass introduced in Empire Strikes Back. And then, the, and then Return of the Jedi, Return of the Jedi, let's be honest, he got killed by a blind man. Okay. That was the last time we saw him. The, so you can't, the, none of that, the, we have to go off of what Disney's given us. And when Disney reintroduced the character to us, he was a mass murdering <laughs> badass oh. that, that kicked ass and took names. Absolutely. Okay? Destroyed everyone. This is the Boba Fett we were introduced to, reintroduced to. And we loved, we wanted. Yes. Yeah. And how did the, the, the last shot of the Mando season end? It ended with Boba Fett walking into the chamber and shooting the guy in his head and taking his throne. Yep. That's what we were introduced to. We were introduced to Boba Fett Corleone. <laughs> and 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 then the sh- that's what we that's what, that's what I thought we were going to get. After that, every other episode was Boba Fett being incompetent. Not one decision he made. Like it was always Fennec. Fennec's stock from this show has gone up. People love Fennec. Why? Because she was badass. She wasn't incompetent. She was smart. She was smart. She made all the right decisions. What did Boba Fett do majority of the show? Awful. I'm going to make a decision. And then somebody goes, somebody's random on the side goes, no, that Fett, that's a bad decision. We need to do this. And then he goes, okay. <laughs> that's him the whole show. Yep. You know? Oh, absolutely. So, you're it's right. It's just like they I think I think they, it just fails on both counts. Well, you so. know what this is. This is the Star Wars syndrome. Phantom Menace. I went to Phantom Menace with all my friends the first night first night. Mm-hmm. They came out going, that was great. I'm going, are you insane? <laughs> you wanted it to be great so much. Yeah. Compensated. And that's what happens here. Boba again, we were all excited about Boba Fett, just like you said. And then yeah. they put in this this pod person Boba Fett, right? And, I, and we had to make and you know some people. It depends on how you react. I reacted by saying, "All right, I'm going to solve this mystery. This is a fascinating." Yeah. Mystery. And you just went, "This is awful. I'm going to get drunk." <laughs> and both are valid reactions. Well, mine isn't a valid reaction. Mine is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're absolutely right, and it's a shame. But I, I guarantee that there's a story for it there's a reason i think you're on to something i think you're on to something you have darth wayne here saying understand your characters if you want your audience to understand them something i feel favreau for some reason didn't um did rodriguez didn't right 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 executive producer of this Mm -hmm. favreau wasn't he was too busy with the next season of mandalorian as well his own star wars movie 
Copy that. Greg Garlou says, all jokes aside, I do get the feeling that there was definitely some interference somewhere, probably from Kennedy, because that's what she does, <laughs> which is possible. possible. That's quite possible. That's if possible. She wants to have her power as well. So yeah, it's very possible. Again, if you guys enjoy it, great. As long as you get entertained at the end of the day. But I was just kind of like, I feel bad for yeah. Tamura and some of the people involved with this because they deserved better. Absolutely. All right. Absolutely. Now, uh, so thumb downs for me. <laughs> so uh, it is time for the 355. You know, I tried to get to the theater. Um, I tried to get to the theater to see it. Well, hold on. Let me blow you up. Hold on. Atomic Blonde. Oh, yeah. Another. I'm assuming, I'm assuming the action, the very well done action in Atomic Blonde, I'm assuming you see none of that in this film. Yes and no. Okay. I, my, yes, I felt in Atomic Blonde that the action was well done from scene to scene. However, mm. The atomic blonde in the first action sequence was not the atomic blonde in the second action sequence, or the atomic blonde in the third action sequence. She mm. fought, she lost her her ability to fight as the film went on, and I was huh. getting a little pissed by that. Okay, so here we the go. Beard is looking epic, by the way. Oh, thank you. <laughs> anyway, so three five five. Um. This was directed, all you really need to know about 355, it's, it's co-written and directed by the man who made X-Men Dark Phoenix. Oh, yikes. And 355 <laughs> was conceived on the set of Dark Phoenix. And yikes. it was the official fight choreographer for 355 was James Embry, who also was the fight coordinator on the new uh, Kenneth Branagh Murder on the Orient Express, as well as the Kenneth Branagh Artemis Fowl. Worst movies in the decade. (laughs) He was involved in the action on this one. So here we go. 355 was conceived by Jessica Chastain and the uh, director on the set of Dark Phoenix. And I started watching it, and it she's not in the beginning. They have the setup. They have mm. and and over the years, over my 60 years of studying these movies, I've learned a couple of things. Um, first thing is you know you have a mediocre movie when the movie starts, the very first shot of the movie is an aerial view of the area or the city in which the movie takes place. Mm. As soon as I see that, I said, all right, nobody's invented here. Nobody's imagined here. They're going to they're gonna take the easy route. They're going to take the easy route. So I figured, all right, as soon as I saw that, I went, oh, dear. And then they go into the villain, and they go into a whole bunch of villains. That's the other problem. I always know it's going to be a mediocre James Bond movie. When the first sequence is about the villain and not about James Bond. Hmm. And so the beginning of this movie, about the villains. Yeah. The, then the next nail, the next nail come, the nails in the coffin come very quick in this movie. The <laughs> next nail is that we have a villain in a Brazilian mansion or whatever, and these uh, French villain comes in to get they have a super secret 
super powered chip okay. that can do anything. It can wipe out a satellite. It can it can turn off all the electricity and everywhere at the same time. They introduced it immediately. No setup, no background. That's it. There's your MacGuffin. Okay, everybody wants the MacGuffin. That's bad enough. Next nail. When I saw the original Brandon Lee, the crow, I coined, after watching it, I coined a phrase for the kind of movie it was. I called it a city of assholes movie. (laughs) What a city of assholes movie is, is a movie in which every character acts the way they're supposed to be. If they're supposed to be tough, they aren't tough. They act tough. Mm. They act tough very badly. Let me act tough. Hey, Fab, you think you got this great channel, huh? (laughs) Let me tell you, you don't. the acting is awful. Oh, no. It's energetic. It's energetic. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure the director said, talk faster. Talk <laughs> with more energy. But they were all doing caricatures. I've mm. met real military people. I've met real spy. I've met real cops. I've met real everybody. Yeah. I've, you know, in so many different industries in my life. And people don't, you know, I don't want to see movie. I want to see movie characters. I want to see characters. I don't want to see stereotypical. So, all right. So that's established. I said, okay, okay, hopefully the action will be good. Any of you watchers, if you are cat fight fetishists, (laughs) you you love yourself a cat fight, you have found your movie of choice. (laughs) But But is it a good cat fight, though? Can you see it? Well... I have I've had friends who've already reacted to the movie saying it was fine. Hmm. If you want if you just want action, if you just want cat fights, if you want women fighting, if you want a lot of action and you don't care, again, if you go to McDonald's and you just fill up on McDonald's, yeah. not even Wendy's, not even Burger King, McDonald's. Right. And you love it. And you come out, you know, and you do the, you know, I'm loving it. You know, I'm loving it, yeah. And you're saying that, then you're fine. Right. Go to McDonald's. By all means, go to McDonald's. <laughs> So if you just want to see a lot of people moving and a lot of women, here's so the next thing that happens is they introduce Jessica Chastain's character. Who's the, who's, and she's at the CIA and she's in the gym and she's doing for me, the equivalent of the same thing that happened in the previous scene, except from an action standpoint, she is fighting with a guy on the mat Okay. I think she says right away when, you know, one of her teachers comes by and says, you're doing it. She goes, yeah, get close and, and hit real hard. And I'm going, you shouldn't say that. <laughs> get close and take out their eyes. Yeah. And destroy them. But don't do it by making, making a fist and punching them in their solid bone. This is the stupidest thing you can do. And, you're, and you don't have a novel to rip this off from like Reacher does. Reacher has a reason for what he does, and Reacher fights the character. She's doing the worst kind of fighting. And, and so this movie is filled with women. They, This guy, I'm almost guaranteeing you that the director, co-writer of this movie, took a script he already had. 
mm. that was filled with male spies. And he gave it and he made all the characters female and changed nothing else. It's possible. He just had all the women act just like men, fight like men, fight and fight the same as each other. You know, that's the other thing I hate about these movies where nobody fights in character. All these, mm. all these women are interchangeable. The only thing that's changeable is their skin color and their nationality. Right, right, right. Also, I love the way he establishes, you can tell that he had other female characters in his all-male spy movie because those were the soft ones. Those were the ones who cried all the time. Every right, scene, right. they're crying. And they're, oh, oh, I don't know, oh, oh. And it's like, oh. <laughs> but finally, I said, all right, I'm going to take, I'm going to take the bullet, if you'll excuse the expression, for Fat Samurai. I appreciate it. For my man, I'm going to make it all the way through this movie. There is a fight in a meat locker. Okay. Between Jessica Chastain and another female character. And they're fighting and they're doing all the male action stuff and they're flipping each other. The other girl has a meat hook because they're in the, the meat freezer and she's trying to use it. And Jessica Chastain grabs it and flips her. Hmm. And she crashes to the ground, and and the, and then there is a shot of Jessica Chastain, a close up of Jessica Chastain doing this, and then there's a shot of the other woman. Literally, that she stops. She has thrown the woman to the ground. She has her. The woman is at a disadvantage. She has her where she wants her, and she stops. And they cut to the woman, and the woman turns over and pulls up a knife. Why? Okay, I'm, <laughs> I'm done. Why? It's not even a was, was that, that that sounded like she she threw her and was like, "Oops, I didn't mean to do that." Even, oops! She threw her and goes, "Now I'm going to wait for her to react." Oh no! I'm not going to press my advantage. I'm, I've thrown her to the ground. I am not going to crush her throat. I am not going to break her neck. I am not going to deafen her ears. I'm not going to hit her in the kidney. I'm not going to kick her, kick her in the crotch. I'm going to wait for her to recover. Oh, no. And I went, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I mean, I've only, you know, it's just like I could tell I was just going to suffer. So I went on to Wikipedia and I went on to moviespoiler.com. And I read what happens in the rest of the story. And I went, I made the right choice. <laughs> if you want a lot of action and a cat fight, lots of cat fights, go for it, man. Go for it. <laughs> I like, love cat I love oh, cat fights, but it's gotta be entertaining though. Well, you decide, buddy. You decide it has a good cast. I don't know, man. I knew something something I, I've heard is bad, but I from other I was reading some blogs and stuff, but it's not. As I, bad. Knew, I knew something was wrong when you any you know when it's released in January. You know, yeah. fuck you, it's January month. But I knew something was wrong when I think it was like Rick. Remind me, I think it was like a year, like a year and a half ago, where we saw the first trailer for this, and then I forgot about it. I was like, what happened? Because when <laughs> we saw the recent trailer, I think at the end of oh. last year, I was like, oh yeah, that movie. <laughs> COVID happened. Oh, is that what happened? Okay. COVID happened, but also it's it was, and the studio knew it was terrible, but they knew That's they, why they released in January. They could put out. 
Yeah. You know, and also they knew they, you know, it was a woke movie. But I'm afraid that it's another one of those deceptively insidious woke movies, like the new version of Tomb Raider and many other and many other new movies featuring women in action roles. Like it's not really woke. It's just people receive it that way. Yeah. um, Sabotaging the genre. Yeah. If if, If they have a movie with a bunch of women uh, that doesn't succeed, they'll be able to go to the studio and go, well, we can't make more of these. It's clear that women can't open action movies. Guys, you know, the audience wants to see, you know, men in these roles. They don't, these women, the women can't carry it. I mean, I see them do that for, for uh, Asians. I've seen them do that for African-Americans. I've seen that do, do that for women. There are 80% of the producers do that out in Hollywood. They set, they set them up to fail. The only guys who don't is Marvel. Marvel's the only company that doesn't set up its genres or its directors or its actors to fail. It's just sad because it's like the blueprint is there. There's so many great action movies with female lead. <laughs> like there's so many good action movies out there. You know what you I know? said? Orson Welles said it in 1942. Hollywood is not about money. It's about ego. All right, there you go. Well, well said. So thumbs down, guys, for the three five five. By all means, if you're curious, you know, definitely check it out for yourself, and then let us know on the next podcast if you guys enjoyed it. But it's sad too because we do have a great cast here. Do the best they can. Well, Jessica Jastain is just a total stereotype, and she's and she's playing into it. I liked her better, better in Ava. A B A. She's in that action movie Ava. It's not a great movie. But no, it's I, bad. <laughs> but she was better in terms of the action, huh? Yeah, she was another. She was an assassin in that too. Right, right, right. Yeah. All right. Copy that. Copy oh. that. We went over a lot today. Had fun. We, we watched some trailer reactions. I, it kind of seems like it kind of went well because we didn't get any comments from you guys in chat saying, "Where'd you go? <laughs> YouTube block you guys." So yay! Woo! Success! Success! Uh, was there anything else, Rick, before we wrap it up, my friend? I remember. Well, yeah, again, we leave it up to you guys to try to help us name this. We want yes. It's the action film autopsy. You've seen what, what the whole thing is about now. Yeah. Uh, so, and it's Fat Samurai and it's Kung Fu Santa. So, you know, we're coming, we were coming up with all sorts of names. Frank Jang, our good buddy, was trying to come up with names too. He, you know, he, again, he came up with Enter the, the Fat, the Fat, uh, Fat Samurai, and I was going with the Fat Dragon too. Yeah. From those things, but we would like a catchy name that involved yeah. the fact that we're analyzing and doing autopsies on action films to make them better and put them back together. And it has the two of us now. It used to be yeah. Rick's action film autopsy, but we ain't just Prof Rick anymore. It's also Fat Samurai. Yeah. So let it, I know you've been letting us know in the chat right now, but let yeah. let me know in the actual comments. Yeah. The video too, because I'm not going to scroll through an hour and a half of yeah. chat. Let yeah. me know in the comments so I can get to it quickly, guys. But yeah, we'll give you a shout out for we if we pick one of them, and that's what the show's called moving forward. We're gonna, we will definitely give you guys a shout out for well, sure. We'll test out some if we have a bunch that might work. We'll let you guys decide. Maybe yeah, we'll, we'll yeah, we may, maybe we'll pick a few and we'll do a poll. Yeah. Yeah, It'll, we could do that. Yeah, yeah. MRI and fast. yeah. Let me know in the comment the 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 actual not in chat but in the comment section of the video, so that way I can get to it a lot easier. Well, All right, guys. Oh, go ahead, Rick. 
the Action Film Autopsy website will probably disappear as of April 29th. But the uh, Action Film Autopsy Facebook page will remain alive. So you can okay. also comment on that and other places. Yeah, for sure. And you can follow Instagram, Mr. Mr. Rick Myers on Instagram in the description box below. Information is there. Oh, yeah. And uh, thanks again for watching, you guys. Oh, really quick. Really quick, uh, tomorrow early, it's early for Samurai Guy, if you guys are un in my area, but hang out with me and director Ruben, that's right, Arnaz, that's right, we're going to talk about his film Scavenger, post-apocalyptic action martial arts movie, uh, tomorrow at 11 a.m. Pacific, I haven't scheduled yet, but uh, if you guys are want to hang out with me and him tomorrow, uh, by all means, it'll be great to have you guys hanging out, talking movies and uh, thank you, Brolacon. He says, great show. Uh, thank you all for watching. And if you're new here, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe, all that good stuff. And we'll see you guys on the next Film Action Autopsy podcast that could be renamed by one of you. So let us know in the comments below. That's right. Because as of right now, we don't get nothing. It's going to be Rick and the Fat Man for a while. <laughs> all right, guys. Keep watching movies. Keep enjoying shows. If that's your thing. And we'll see you guys on the next one. Take care, guys.